coming to another episode of the Mike and Micah podcast. We have Ant on with us this week. Uh, just Ant, so it's a three-man crew running for this week. We're going to talk about uh, the recent AD, new that, AD news that just dropped. We're going to talk about NBA All-Star Reserves, and then we'll end off with Super Bowl predictions. But I want to start off with, uh, Ant, how's your week been? How's the past week been? What has excited you guys in sports? What's going on? Excited about AD. Just one day in field season to be over. Next season needs to start, but we here. Yeah, so the eighty news obviously is the biggest thing. Dropped this morning at seven a.m. So, well, I don't, I don't think Woj sleeps because this dropped at like at seven a.m. Nobody was up. He just, he just put it there that uh, eighty wants out. So my first question: What's his number one target destination? Where do you see him? And do you see him getting traded by the end, uh, by the end of the trade deadline, which is, I believe, February seventh? I believe so. The writing has been on the wall since uh, Anthony Davis signed with Rich Paul and LeBron was asked about after one of the games about Anthony Davis and said he would love to play with him. Um, uh, AD tried to brush it off like, you know, it wasn't that serious, but it's now that you see it starting to ramp up. Uh, I think he'll get traded to the Lakers. And sorry to the young Cole, but when AD come into town, you got to go. I think definitely the writing has been on the wall, like Ant said. Um, we saw with the the injury of his just non-shooting hand middle finger or something like that, or his thumb. It was basically a sprain, basically a sprained finger, and they were talking about he was going to be out for, let's say, three or four weeks, basically a month's time. That right there was the sign in itself, at least from what I saw, that something's going on, that there's rumblings, possibly a trade or something like that. I think uh, Rich Paul and AD in camp did the right thing of actually informing the Pelicans and not getting leaked. So that way there's actual deals that can be made. It's not just left in the blue and we're left in a situation where AD has to play out the season and something that he doesn't really want to do. So I think it's good for both sides of this to really just start exploring trades. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. We saw, if you if we would have had this discussion maybe two or three hours ago, I probably would have been like, eh, I think AD may play it out because the report came out that the Pelicans plan on having AD play the rest of the season. But now there are new reports that just came out that they're putting uh, Meritich is on the market, Julius Randle is on the market, uh, Etwan Moore is on the market. So it looks like the Pelicans are going into full tank mode, which means that AD is most likely gone. With that being said, I do believe that the Lakers are the number one option for uh, for AD to land. It just makes sense. LeBron, Clutch Sports, what else, like, what else uh, do they need? I want to go to you guys. What at what point will a deal be too much and you just you're the Lakers, you say no? Because right now they said they want to start with at least Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, uh Zubak, I forgot the last person, was it Ingram? And maybe a pick just to start off. Is there a point where <clears throat> excuse me, with that Lakers young core where they would just go ahead and say, you know what, this is too much. We're not trading all these assets for AD. Or are you willing to get the house? I think if you have Lonzo and Kuzma in that trade scenario, I think it's a little bit too much. You have to at least keep one of them. Now, it might not be Kuzma just because of the talent he is, and, and more than likely he's a more tradable asset. If you let both of them go, out of that young core you're left with, and Brandon Ingram was in there too, so you're really um, just left with Josh yeah. Hart. You can't give up all four of them. Yeah, you can't. Like it's it's It doesn't bode well for the future side of LeBron. Yeah, you have AD now, but now you're – don't have a possible second or third star. So I really think if they can – if anything, they really got to keep Lonzo. Yeah, you got to keep the big four. You got to keep 
I would throw, I would keep Lonzo. You have to solidify your point guard position, and he will be the face of the Lakers someday. Him and Aiden post LeBron James. Um, you got to get Kuzma. Obviously, is the best player as of right now out the young group. So Kuzma, it's no way you're gonna keep Kuzma. Like Kuzma, it's no way they're gonna take Ingram, Ball, and Hart, and Zubak in a pick. You got to give up Kuzma. So if you give up Kuzma, Hart. Ingram, Zubak, and a couple picks. I mean, how can they really say no? You got Kuzma, a bona fide twenty plus four, a twenty point uh, per game score. Brandon Ingram, he can do a little bit of everything. You got Zubak, he has he's shown bright spots against some very good teams. Uh, he had a pretty good games against the um the Golden State Warriors, and you got uh, future assets in your draft picks. So I think that's probably the best case scenario. But I will I will really try to keep Lonzo Ball. Yeah, uh, and speaking of Lonzo Ball, the report just came out that his camp, right now they're trying to see if he is in trade talks that they do not trade him to the Pelicans because they do have Drew Holiday, that he goes to a third team. What is that third team you would like to see Lonzo Ball? I know we were talking earlier, Phoenix came up, Dallas came up, but what's that team that you would love to see Lonzo Ball continue his up-and-coming career as a starting point guard? I like Lonzo on the Dallas Mavericks. Um Dennis Smith Jr. is kind of the point guard that kind of likes to get his own shot. Yeah, he can facilitate, but that's not the number one thing on his mind. He's out here trying to shoot game winners over Luka. You can see the expressions on his face all the time. If you give Luka a a player who plays great defense in Lonzo, he can shoot the ball a little bit. He's kind of a streaky shooter, but he can shoot if if necessary. Now he's looking to pass the ball. He doesn't care if he has zero points. 50 points. He's not going to care about all that. He's going to find the ball to Luka. He's going to make everyone better. Um, I think, me personally, that's probably the best team I would like to see him on. Uh, him and Luka can run the backcourt and try to get some better players in the future. Um, I like him on the Suns, working with Devin Booker, who is desperately in need for somebody else to handle the ball. Um, DeAndre Ayton is a really solid young player. You know, He's not going to be rookie of the year because of Luka, but he's probably the third or fourth best rookie out there right now, so he'll be all uh, rookie first team. I like Lonzo in a scenario where he can grow with a younger core, um, kind of like the same situation as the Lakers, uh, somewhere where he can grow and really become the star that he's really destined to be. Now, on the other end, what do the Suns have asset-wise besides a pick to give up Lonzo if it's a three-team trade or Lonzo gets bumped out and moves somewhere else? Yeah, and I'm going to agree with you there, Micah. I think Phoenix, I think, like you said, with DeAndre Aiden having a big man there and Devin Booker already proven, uh, kind of star in the league. If Lonzo can go there as that point guard, as that big three, I think they can build on that. They also do have Josh Jackson uh, along with that team. So that's a nice young core. I just, for Lonzo, I don't want him to go to a situation where, like, it's it's very, it's a dire situation where he's going to be the only star and he's not going to be able to really develop him. Having LeBron this year is obviously, you've seen him take an improvement and he's going to probably improve each and every year as he gets better, um, as he gets more advanced and more time in the league. I think Phoenix is a very good option. I think uh, Dallas is also a very good option. And if for some strange reason that Dennis Smith Jr. can land up on the Pelicans or maybe land up on the Lakers in some type of uh, pick, that's that's also a very good young developing player. player. They just didn't think that Luka was going to be this good this fast. So that's something definitely to look forward to. But we're going to move on to NBA All-Star Reserves. Uh, this week, the All-Star Reserves are going to be announced. We've had the starters already announced for the East and West. So I want to start with you, Ant. Who are your East All-Star Reserves and who are your West All-Star Reserves? For the East, I have Ben Simmons, Dwayne Wade, Bradley Bill, 
Blake Griffin, and D'Angelo Russell. And for the West, I had DeMar DeRozan, Jokic, Luka, Damian Lillard, and my guy, Devin Booker. For my East Reserves, um, I got to start off with Bradley Beal. Go Wiz. Wiz kids all the way. Um, D-Wade gets in for the legacy stuff. Ben Simmons, of course. He's just a, a baller. Um, I have Blake Griffin in there. Just cause I like, I really, really like what Blake Griffin is doing. Like, hey, I mean, it's the Pistons, so I can only really expect so much. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, he's doing his thing for what it's worth. We saw how serious that team was. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I, do feel, yeah, I do feel bad for him. And for the last, well, I believe this is my fifth pick, but uh, I got Vucevic. It's, it's seven spots, actually. It's seven spots? Wow. All right, yeah. well. Give me uh, Vucevic. You guys are probably not going to really like this, but I want Eric Bledsoe in there. Eric Bledsoe? He's, be he's not even going to get drafted. What has Bledsoe done to, to deserve an all-star nod? I mean, hey, they're number one in Just because, East. yeah, literally because they're number one in the East and he's their starting point guard. We see, Ooh, I've Middleton? seen. Oh, now that you threw Middleton's name out there. You know what? I already stuck with my pick, though. I got to go over Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> I've stuck with it. Yeah, I got to stick with it. It's 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 on there. I hope somebody flamed me. Oh, and for the West, it's a little bit easier. Give me Jokic, Lillard, Cat, Luca, Clay. Give me. Was AD oh, starter? Yeah. yeah, it was AD, AD starter. Yeah, oh, yeah, there it is, right there. AD starter. And was Russ a starter? No, I don't think Russ was a starter. Nope. So give me Russ. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah no this is the West. The West. Oh, all right, let's, let's stop there. He, he all star, bro. <laughs> all right. And- Explain and, and, and for my and Devin Booker just to throw in there too. I mean, he's not having an All Star year. I mean, he's getting the triple doubles, but they're not winning because of him. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, true. if we're looking at Russell Westbrook, we're looking at him as the player of his career, not this season. Uh, I think Devin Booker's having a better year than him. I could agree, but yeah, Devin I mean, Booker is just I, on a I bad love to argue, team. But I, I, you can't you can't get any argument out of there. I, I don't know. Russell Westbrook has had a terrible season. He cannot shoot anymore. He's terrible from the free throw line. I don't think he should be an all star. But I think Lamar DeRozan doubles, over over Russell Westbrook, Lamarcus Aldridge. It's it's, it's a couple of plays. And that's and that's where I'm. Rough. Yeah, that's where I was going to go for my East. Uh, my East reserves. I have Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, Dwayne Wade. Just because of this is his last year, last dance. I have uh, Blake Griffin. I have Vucevic making it from the Magic. He's been balling. And then that last, I I went back and forth, but I think I'm just going to have to throw in Chris Middleton for that one. I don't really have anybody else that's really done something to be awesome. Yeah, you know what? I changed my Eric Bledsoe pick <laughs> to D'Angelo Russell. I was just thinking the point guards was off of my head that deserve it. D'Angelo Russell I thought, deserves it. I thought I already put uh, D-Russ there for my seventh. I, I guess I didn't name, but yeah, D-Russ is, is in my... He's in my uh, all-star reserves there. And for the West, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Cat. I'm going with Luca. I'm going with Clay. I'm going with uh, Jokic. I'm going with Lillard. I'm going with Davis, and I'm going with Demar Derozan. The Spurs low, like they've been they've been consistent this year. Nobody's really yeah. it's the Spurs, so they're not in the store, uh, media, not in any storylines really. But they're they're so consistent. Demar Derozan has done well going into pop system. Him and Lamarcus Aldridge. I wish I could put Lamarcus in there too, but there's just there have been too many good men, uh, too many good big men this year. So I'm going with Demar Derozan over Russell Westbrook. I do believe Russell Westbrook is going to make it just because of the triple doubles and all of that. But like you said, PG is the reason why OKC is winning this year. We've seen when Russ is the number one 
uh, player on their team, they can't really do anything. And I, I think DeMar, I think DeMar deserves that nod over, over Russ. Is there anybody else that like you think, cause the West is definitely a lot deeper than the East East. It's very easy to pick uh, the East reserves, but is there anybody else that you guys feel like was snubbed on that West side that maybe should have gotten a look, but just because there's so many, uh, so many good players are not going to get a look. I don't know. We, I keep saying his name, Devin Booger, but he's one of the most underrated players in the league. Like, he's just in a so bad situation. And, yeah, they're up and coming, but he's he's averaging 25 and about six. He's running a one and a two. He dropped 71 damn points. <laughs> like, we got to get him out of, out, out of Phoenix, or they need to do something with that talent because if you put him – I mean, I think he'd make the All Star team if he was in the East. I just think the West. Oh yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. It's, it's just, it's just too many players in the West, and then you know you got LeBron coming, PG came. It's just too many players. You know, this is somebody I want to see in the future make an All Star, and I really, if he made the All Star team this year, it would be one of those I like. Think I, I think I know he who this is, it. Micah. Buddy Hill. Got the same person. Ah, yeah, buddy. buddy, bro, it's the Kings, and he's doing something positive. I hope to see it. It's not gonna happen anytime soon, but I hope to see it. Who was your pick though? Who's that? Oh, De'Aaron Fox is definitely probably the best player, but Buddy Hill definitely but, been pulling up the points though. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been their uh, leading scorer for me. Uh, I thought you were gonna go somewhere else, Micah, but I'm going to Minnesota. I'm going to D Rose. D Rose is obviously not he's not an All Star. If this was in the East, I definitely think he uh, he has the case to make it. But the West is just too stacked for uh, D Rose. This is more of a comeback story, a feel good story. I definitely think he has a chance to win um, Sixth Man of the Year, but I do not believe that he's going to be an All Star. If maybe he can find himself getting back to a team in the East and being that starting point guard, it may be a different story because he finally looks like he's healthy again. Not that MVP Derrick Rose, but he's working his way back to being uh, one of the best um, one of the best uh, point guards in the NBA. But that's going to do it for reserves. We'll see them come out, I believe, on uh, TNT Thursday with uh, EJ, Shaq, Kenny, and Charles. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, it's a big week. Media days today, um, the Patriots and the Rams. Uh, Patriots, Michael called the Patriots, and I called the Rams uh, to make it to the Super Bowl. The Patriots, we bet against them. They're here again. People said that Tom Brady's old, Tom Brady's done. He showed it why he's, again, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. The Rams, young team, Sean McVay, uh, 30 year, years old. He has some players on his team that are actually older than him, which is very, very weird. Uh, that great defense and also the potent offense. So I want to go around and say, what's, what's your pick? What's the keys? What are the keys to the game? And who do you have winning this game? Hey, all playoffs. I said one consistent thing. I've been wrong a lot. I went on four one weekend. You cannot count out touchdown Tom, and I, you cannot bet against the GOAT, Tom Brady. As much as I love what the Rams are doing, and they're doing some great things. Young, really young head coach, second year head coach, good talent. Jared, he, I mean, shoot, he's made golf a respectable NFL quarterback, which is a mission in itself. I just can't go against the Patriots. Bill has been doing this thing too long. Brady has been doing this thing too long. The commitment to excellence, as Al Davis used to put it, it's just and John Madden, I should say, it's just so, it's just there, like they're. It's hard to really beat them in any scenario, any stage. Whenever you think the Pats are out, they just climb back in, and they're in the Super Bowl again, so I got to go Pats. I'm going to go with them boys out L.A. I, I hate Tom Brady. I hate him. <laughs> I wish he was black so I could support him, but I hate him. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, 
their defense has not been what it should be with all the marquee players on the defense. But in the postseason, Aaron Donald and finally Sue is coming alive. Um, the keys to beating the Patriots are is going to be, can you get to Brady with four? Can you get to Tom Brady without blitzing too much? And the key answer for them is yes. They have all the players they need on the defensive line to get to Tom Brady. Now, it's very easy to say that, and it's going to be hard, but Wade Phillips, he's going to have to come up with a scheme to be able to get after the quarterback. Tom Brady does not like pressure coming up the middle, and that's where Sue and Aaron Donald are going to have to rehab it all day. And that's why that's the same reason why I'm going with the Rams. I do believe that the Rams are going to win this game. I know uh, two weeks or now three weeks ago, I said don't bet against Tom Brady when I was picking against the Chargers, but I, I did pick the Chiefs, and I'm going to go ahead and pick the Rams. I like uh, the way to beat Tom Brady is to, like you said, get pressure with four and don't play zone because Tom Brady is going to pick you apart if you play his own defense. I do believe that the Rams can go ahead and play man to man, send an extra guy and make Tom Brady have to uh, make throws a little bit quicker. I do believe that also that the Patriots defense, uh, Bill Bontek is a great schemer, but I love the way Sean McVay is able to scheme his uh, offenses, get people open, and Jared Goff has been able to excel this year. We saw in the first half of the Saints game, they weren't able to move the ball. It was loud. It was electric. But second half, Sean McVay got his adjustments, was able to get Jared Goff going, and they were able to win the game. That's the reason why I'm going with the Patriots, uh, with the Rams. I do think that the, obviously it's going to be a close game. Patriots play a lot of close Super Bowl games, and I mean Tom Brady said that he's going to be playing for at least another two more years. So this is not the last Super Bowl we're going to see from the Patriots. But I like the Rams uh, to win this game. Just a quick but, add on, yeah. real quick before you before you wrap it up, Mike. Um, I think one of the biggest things the Patriots have to do is not allow themselves to fall into the hole of trying to make too many plays. Which, you know, Tom Brady's good at leading his guys or telling his guys to play complete games. So whatever happens in the first two quarters is what it is. We saw with the comeback against the Falcons, they can play a complete game. But against the Rams, if they get up and the Rams, they don't, you know, let off the gas, I should say. I don't even know if the Patriots have enough playmakers anymore to really do it. I'm just thinking of the DB versus receiver matchups. They probably really favor the Rams. And they have guys that can cover Gronk. They have guys that can definitely stay and run with the receivers. If the Patriots get the win, it's going to have to be one of those tactical things. The Bills are going to really have to outcoach McVay and everything they do on defense, Wade Phillips and stuff like that. It's going to be one of those – I think it's going to be a tactical game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But if the Patriots do get it, they won't have to play a complete 60 minutes. I have a quick question. If uh, Sean McVay is able to outcoach Bill Belichick and, like, it's obvious – Obviously, I don't think anybody's touching Belichick as the GOAT coach, as the best coach uh, of all time. But will the torch kind of be passed at who is, at this moment, the best coach in the NFL? Or is Bill always still going to be, as long as he's still coaching in the league, he's still the best? Nah, I think it's, like you said, it could be like one of those coming-of-age things. Um, You kind of saw similar things that happened, um, I think, just off the top of my head, I think Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick come to mind. Bill Belichick was working under Parcells at, during the Jets years. Parcells hired Bill to be the basically next guy up. We saw Bill leave, but that kind of tortuous pass. Parcells went from leading teams in the Super Bowls, uh, leading teams in the 90s in Super Bowls to really not getting there again, you know, in his career with the Cowboys and stuff like that. I think, um, I really think the torch would be passed if McVay can outcoach him. Uh, not yet. 
with Bill Belichick winning all these damn rings and all these damn AFC championships, uh, I think you got to give it a couple more years. If the Rams consistently, they don't have to win another Super Bowl, but I think if they consistently keep winning the division and making it as far as at least the NFC championship, I think you can go ahead and say Sean McVay is the best coach. But until Bill Belichick retire, I think he's the best coach. It's just one of these situations where it just is what it is. His resume speaks. His resume speaks for itself. Yeah, I I agree with that. I kind of uh, like. I think it's parallel to like almost pop in the NBA. There's always like a new hot coach in the NBA. Like when Brad Stevens came in, but everybody will always say like pop is still the number one. And I think that's the same situation with Bill Belichick still being that number one. Uh, that number one coach in the NFL. Yeah, there'll be other coaches that come up, and we'll probably once he retires take that the reins over. But I do believe that uh, Bill Belichick is that top coach and is uh, always going to be that top coach until he retires. But with that, uh, got a text from LQ because he couldn't make it on the podcast today saying uh, his prediction because he wanted it set on the pod. He said he has the Rams over the Pats 24-20. Uh, to 20. So 3-1 Rams right now. A lot of doubting of the Patriots. Uh, it should be very interesting. I think it's going to be a very exciting game. Look for maybe, I don't know yet, we may do this. If Anthony Davis gets traded within uh, this next week before the NBA trade deadline. Look for maybe an emergency podcast coming. Oh, there's also, a pod coming. There, yeah, oh, Micah said it. So there's definitely going to be a pod coming. Also with NBA, uh, the trade deadline coming up, our podcast next week is going to be a Super Bowl recap and getting our trades in before that NBA trade line comes on, I believe that Tuesday uh, at 4 o'clock. So for Mike, for Ant, this was the Mike and Micah podcast. Ant joined on this week. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. What's up, bro?